0: welcome back to the ed morrissey show podcast edition the last one i think of 2023 joining us as always the prince of twitter the regent of red state um redstate.com i should say and uh, i can't think of anything for christmas the the uh the the
1: herald the herald of, of christmas the Herald of Christmas. I was going to say the
0: Yahoo of Yuletide. I don't think that's. Enough, <laughs> oh, so.
1: oh, Ed, you're on, you're on, you're on today. That's, <laughs> oh my
0: goodness! Oh man, I don't know what the, I don't know what came over me, frankly. The uh, the, the, the yokel of, of Yuletide. The oh. yokel of Yuletide. Yeah. Um. Uh. The the. Um, I, what is, what, <laughs>
1: Do other I don't I don't spend a lot of time on podcasts,
0: but do other podcasts have as much fun as we do? I don't think so. This is you know <laughs> this and my live chat with Cam Edwards are really like my two week highlights of the week when it comes. to... Well, you know, of course, I also do the thing with Adam, and that's always great. Uh, it's you know those are great discussions, but you know we don't we don't. <laughs> We don't joke around quite as much as uh, <laughs> as you and I do on these things. So yeah, no, I mean, this is just yeah, I, yeah, it's uh, supposed I, to be fun. Yeah, it should be fun
1: because I mean, <laughs> you don't have to listen to podcasts, right? I mean, you have to want
0: to do it, so you might as well make it fun to do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is this is what it's supposed to be about, and especially this season, right? I mean, I don't want to get too heavy. Because it, it, it's it's the last one before Christmas. We should talk a little bit about Christmas. We talk about your columns, but I think we want to start off with the um, the media coverage of the announcement from the Vatican today by the dicastery of uh, it's it's basically the the doctrinal office. The dicastery for the doctrine of the faith is is the official name of this office at the Vatican. But they released a declaration regarding blessings for individuals in irregular situations including same-sex marriages and cohabiting right is is that is when they release something is that signed by the pope this particular one wasn't sometimes they are but they both if it's if it's coming from the dicastery of the doctrine uh, for the doctrine of the faith it has enforcement authority just they have that enforcement authority but it also means the pope is good with it It means the pope is good with it, yeah. Even if it doesn't have his signature on it, it means the pope is good with it. In this case, it was trying to clean up something the pope had done uh, (laughs) earlier uh, in comments about blessings for same-sex unions, and as Pope Francis often is, was somewhat ambiguous about this. And they're trying to clean it up. And if you read the document, (laughs) which is apparently too much of a stretch for American journalists, most American journalists. Uh, what you find is that the Vatican is saying you can't bless same-sex unions. You can't you can't bless cohabiting unions. Um, but what you can do is offer the same kind of blessings that you give to everybody else and, you know, what's called spontaneous non-liturgical blessings, right? So if you go to a priest and say, hey, Father, can you bless me? I just need some, I need a blessing. Or, or a deacon or a bishop, you know, anybody who's ordained. You know they'll make the sign of the cross over you and and say something like may God bless you and bring you closer to, to the faith or or you know or resolve the issues in your life or whatever it is. I mean those are, those are spontaneous, blessings that right. pretty much right. any member of the clergy can do. Um, but what people activists wanted, and especially in Germany, is they wanted approval to offer liturgical blessings. <laughs> specifically to the relationships. And what this letter said today is you can't offer any blessings (laughs) on relationships that contradict the the church's teaching on faith, but you can bless the individuals involved in them either separately or together as sort of a general, you know, God bless you sort of thing. And, And I got to tell you, it doesn't surprise me that this happened. But, I mean, it's certainly remarkable that what they took from that, what the American media took from that was, and I kid you not, Pope Francis OK's blessing of OK's blessings of same-sex unions, same-sex marriages. Now, how could they get that from something that is the exact opposite? Because the Associated Press screwed this up and everybody followed suit. As far as I know, the Associated Press was the first one to report this in in, the, in Western secular media. Now, there were Catholic media sources that were that were actually much more accurate. But um, the Associated Press and the Western media, pretty much, generally speaking, wanted to report what it wanted to report. And I saw this, excuse me, when I was covering the Senate on the Family, And I think that was 2014. So it's like almost a decade ago. I was in Rome uh, for two weeks covering the Synod there. And um, some of these issues were bubbling to the surface there too. And the media got that wrong (laughs) as well. Mm. Uh, The Pope was saying, we need to make the church welcoming to all individuals, right? Regardless of what their orientation is. We need to make the church welcoming. Um, So everybody reported that as Pope Francis, is changing the doctrine to 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 welcome welcome everybody and everybody everybody who understands what was going on there was looking around going they've always been welcome, but they can't get married (laughs) you know that's and and the pope was kind of firm on that at the at the time too that they're not going to bless these you know same-sex marriages same-sex unions cohabitation divorces Uh, remarrying without annulments that sort of thing they weren't changing the doctrine at all they were just basically trying to figure out how do you express the gospel to people who fall outside of the doctrines of the church and that's what that's what that part of the synod was about there was other things going on too Uh, but they they all got it wrong then too so it doesn't surprise me in the least that they got it wrong today but get it wrong (laughs) they did (laughs) have they have they caught on yet I haven't followed up with any of these, you know, I, I, what I looked at was the ABC News version of the Associated Press report that kind of got this ball rolling, right? And I, I I did a screenshot of the headline because I was pretty sure they're going to change it at some point. I don't know if they have or not, but it was Pope Francis, you know, I'll I'll make sure I'm quoting this accurately as well as, um, as well as firmly, uh, (laughs) You know, because I don't want to, I don't want to introduce even more errors into this. So give me just a second while I spin this up. But um, they were, um, uh, the the headline actually read, Pope says priests can bless same-sex unions, which the letter from the dicastery explicitly said they could not do. (laughs) I mean, all you needed to do was read the first five paragraphs of this, first three paragraphs. And you would have known that that headline was the opposite of what it was that they were saying. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing to me, too, because, I mean, this stuff is available. It wasn't like they were hiding it. They put it on the website. They have an English language translation um, on the Vatican website, which is a pretty, you know, Vatican.va. It's pretty easy to find. Although, in fairness, I did have to poke around to figure out where it was that they actually stuck this letter, (laughs) because... Somebody needs to go in there and do some redesign, I think. But I ended up going through, I think I went through the press office to get to the link where this thing was at. But you know, it took me three minutes, maybe tops, to find it. Oh, Ed, started... we
1: don't have time for that. That there's a deadline. I mean, Even honestly. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. I don't have time to be right. You know, we had an editor on the Times who was a really good good man. He was like the editor in charge of not discipline but making sure you told the line and he said that that the common excuse i don't have time to write a short story right and <laughs> yeah. and the yeah the point was that if you just blurt it out it'll be too long and it's easy but you don't have the time to write it short so this is they don't have the time to read three paragraphs that's this that's disgusting
0: i mean it's 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 really nonsense right i mean this is look i mean i think if you're covering a a a shooting in the capital or or let's let's take a a news item from yesterday we're recording this on monday Um, which i think the the press actually reported pretty responsibly there was a um somebody slammed their car into joe biden's motorcade while it was parked while well, it was parked, but we didn't know that initially, right? All we knew is yeah. that there was an accident and somebody had run their car into the motorcade, which of course leaves you with all sorts of speculation as to why that might have happened. And as it turns out, it was just a guy who was drunk, you know, who inadvertently ran into the parked cars at the allegedly, motorcade.
1: Allegedly. Yes. Allegedly
0: drunk. Yes. Allegedly drunk. He was booked for a DUI and then released, right? So it tells you that intent wasn't really the issue here. Um, but, the, you know, The media didn't go off reporting, you know, assassination attempt on Joe Biden. (laughs) Why? Because there was no evidence of that. Right. And they knew that they didn't know what was going on entirely, but they knew that that wasn't really the story. Um, And they weren't going to weren't going to report that unless they got some sort of actual factual. And uh, the (laughs) pool, the pool report was very
1: professional. It, It said what happened. It didn't. They didn't pump it, hype it, or anything. It was just a car has crashed in, and agents have gone to it. And it was, the pool reports are usually pretty good, except for, remember at the beginning of the Trump administration when they reported that he had thrown out the Martin Luther King bust?
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it
1: was it was on a table, standing behind somebody, and the reporter couldn't move to check the table.
0: Give me a break. Or, or, or even more recent thing. Remember the remember the um, Israeli strike on the Gaza hospital that destroyed the hospital, five hundred people. They couldn't even wait for the sun to go up so they could see that the hospital was actually still standing. And the only thing that happened to the hospital was that the windows got blown out because. A Palestinian rocket had fallen in the parking lot and, and gone boom. Uh, I mean, this is another one of those things. Another one of those. You know, you should never any- buy. You should
1: never buy homemade rockets from the Palestinians. The, those Hamas. <laughs> those Hamas people have a reputation for crappy rockets because um, they
0: you know- make them out of they make them out of water pipes they dug up well yeah the target, the the aiming devices are 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 the water pipes that they dug up yeah the rockets are they're 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 home making or they're getting some parts from iran and uh, they use the fuel that comes into gaza as as rocket fuel um and so 20 30% of these things fall out of the sky almost as soon as they go up which is the reason why when you hear of a rocket strike in gaza <laughs> it's probably a palestinian rocket that caused it uh, because that's not what the Israelis use. They use. You know. They don't. They don't even use bombers. They are using fighters that drop. You know. J J dams. J um, dams. Yeah. J J-D- yeah, dams or, or or more targeted um missiles. And, and to the extent that they use any so called dumb bombs, they do it in a dive so they can make sure that it hits with precision on the target that right. they're. Right. So I mean, all these things. It just takes a few moments to check this stuff out. In this case, I mean, literally, I think I had the the dicastery letter in three minutes. And this isn't breaking news. (laughs) This is, this is, I mean, if you understand what the story actually is, it's no change at all. If anything, it's more restrictive than what it's been like since. since, I I just talking about this. It's it's so
1: disappointing. I don't want to talk about media mistakes anymore. It's just so disheartening,
0: you know? Yeah. I mean, I think you get a, um, and so here's AFP while we're talking. I'm literally, while we're talking, AFP has a headline up here on Twitter. It just he just sent it out one minute ago. The Vatican has approved blessings for same-sex couples, a hugely contested issue in the Catholic Church, as long as they're not in context related to civil unions or weddings. <laughs> the, and they, even that's inaccurate. The blessing isn't on the relationship. It doesn't matter if they're in the relationship. What matters is that the individuals are asking to be blessed and priests have always been able to do that right but they but in the letter makes this clear you can't bless the relationship you can bless the people in the relationship but you can't bless the relationship because you can't
1: what's a blessing supposed to be is kind of like have a nice day or or what
0: yeah it's uh it's the catholic version of have a nice day (laughs) 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 what it's supposed to do because you know all these things have you know, spiritual impact, the spiritual impact of, and and by the way, the letter from the dicastery goes into great detail (laughs) as to what the spiritual impact of these blessings are supposed to be. And the spiritual impact is it's supposed to open one's heart to the word of God, right? And to, and to bring them closer to, to that word and to the gospel and to invite the Lord into their lives to help fix whatever's wrong, which is exactly what blessings are, in every other context as well. And again, all this is saying is that yes, you can bless individuals, which you've always been able to do as a priest or a deacon or, or so a So why, if, if it's
1: more of the same, why are they putting a special paper on?
0: Because, and this is the part where I think it creates the issue, right? Because Pope Francis sent out a letter <laughs> that was Ambiguous in its nature about what priests could and couldn't do in regards to same sex relationships and cohabiting couples. And a number of priests decided to take the maximalist um, um, point possible, yeah, a way, uh, word of view possible, interpretation is a better way of putting it, and started blessing these unions, right? I think sometimes in the context of a ceremony uh, of these things, especially in Germany, which is frankly where most heresy is originating anyway in, in the catholic church but i digress oh,
1: that's, that the, those they're all related to
0: martin luther king somehow <laughs> martin luther anyway maybe martin yeah, luther
1: absolutely I mean. who he's, by the way martin luther would not and, have been a fan deceiver. of this
0: <laughs> martin luther would have absolutely not been a fan of this but um but the dicastery had to put this letter out to tell the priest to stop doing that <laughs> that's really what the story is behind this Fran, uh francis x roca over at the wall street journal picked up on that right as well as a couple other um uh, catholic-based um media frank by the way is is great i i frank has better understanding of all of these things so to the point you know where we might not be in alignment i'd always say go with frank he's there <laughs> he's been there for years he knows what's going on um and so i always uh, you know, Frank John Allen Jr. is another one. I haven't seen his um, work on that. The Pillar with Ed Condon and J.D. Flynn also great sources, and they're doing a lot of work on this today too. But um, but the point is, is that this actually is probably intended to restrict <laughs> the actions of some priests, uh, especially in Germany on this point. And as usual, the American mainstream media got it entirely backwards. <laughs> And they're so, still so so network.
1: so so AP misreads it, and everybody else
0: follows it. Well, it, I, I'm going to say this: I don't know that AP was first in misinterpreting it. It's the first one that I saw. Yeah, but I suspect that well, the look, Associated Ed, Press is the one.
1: And in our world, if you say it that's the way it is so if don't if don't you, ever go if, on that basis if if you were the first to see it and that was the first thing you saw that's it uh, that was okay all right well moving on bless you my son forgive me andrew for i have sinned <laughs> <laughs> you know i had a, i had a wonderfully a wonderful friend he's gone now but who was a priest uh and then he left the faith he uh, he didn't leave the faith he left being a priest um and he was a teacher philosophy teacher, just a brilliant man, a wonderful writer famous writer Eugene Kennedy and he uh, used to joke uh, uh he, that that he would get on a plane and he'd be wearing his co- his his priest caller and and everyone would feel like they had to talk to him and confess. <laughs> and he said he said, well, you know, it got to be like on an airplane, I knew I, I couldn't get any reading. I couldn't get any any work done because everybody would start talking to me about their problems. And he said, no, I would try to help, of course. That's the job. But uh sometimes I just wanted to take a nap. And um, uh, he, so he said he finally got the, so that he would sit down next to somebody, and if the guy looked like, oh, I'm going to start talking about the faith, then Gene <laughs> would turn to him and say, have you been saved? That, that that kind of terminated any any further discussion about faith <laughs> i
0: had a priest uh, i had a friend of mine who was i had a, I had a priest friend who uh was telling uh, and i he's our pastor for several years great guy um and he's currently uh, i think still the vicar general up in the archdiocese of saint paul in minneapolis um because he got stuck with that job after being pastor um but he told us that it was always sort of a, a toss up for him, whether or not to wear his clerics when he was traveling because of that. Right. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, and this is years ago. So, I mean, my my memory might be a little fuzzy on this. I think he finally came down on the side that if people are coming up to him, it might be because they really need to they really need a priest. And so he yeah. decided that he was going to wear his clerics when he was traveling. Uh, but, uh, you know, not necessarily. All the time, but that he, <laughs> sort of, he would sort of go in that direction. He would lean in that direction. Yeah, yeah. He had yeah, a couple of instances a, where. Well,
1: that's you know when it's a calling, it's. Yeah. It's amazing. The it's call, it was a
0: calling for him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's amazing. Well,
0: what is what else is calling you, Ed? Well, you know what's calling to me is the Andrew Malcolm columns, the VIP columns of andrew malcolm <laughs> writes at redstate.com because they're always really good um now there's a couple of them since the last time that we talked um uh the the fact that joe biden has backed off his um menthol cigarette ban uh because <laughs> because blacks love it <laughs> because it was dangerous it was it was it was more dangerous for Biden's political health than it was for than it was for their actual health physical health, yeah, exactly actual well, health of voters, yeah, eighty yeah, percent of blacks who smoke
1: smokes, or eighty percent of menthol cigarette smokers are blacks, and um so they had it all done last summer, and they were prepared to do it uh sometime this month, and then oops, well, no wait, The polls came out and showed <laughs> to blacks black as black men especially were drifting away towards Donald Trump <laughs> and so well we need to study this some more so they yeah. put it off till next march and i'll bet you a clerical collar that it gets put off after after next march uh, uh, or 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 a or a blessing I'll bet you a bless, blessing i'll bet you a blessing yeah exactly right <laughs> exactly right but the fun one this week was the ukraine column uh you know when uh the, the um mark tyson on uh, who's at the american enterprise institute and he writes for the washington post he mm-hmm. and, a t- and a team of researchers at the ai did a very, very deep dive. I mean, they needed diving suits to, to do this one, dive into the aid to Ukraine. And it was stunning to me, and I thought more people should know about it, but the more I dug into it, it was stunning that everybody say, oh, we should, we should save that money that we're sending to Ukraine and put it into the border. Well, nobody's going to argue. Well, they are, I guess, because they don't do it, but... Most people would say we should protect our own borders, but the fact of the matter is that 90% of the billions of dollars in military aid going to Ukraine doesn't go to Ukraine. It stays right here making American jobs, making bombs and uh, javelin missiles and uh, uh, our 155 millimeter artillery shells and so on. So It's basically an economic stimulus package for the arms industry. And people say, well, we don't want war. Yeah, but we don't want to be naked like we were that invited Pearl Harbor. Our arms industry and actually all of NATO's arms industry went into uh, what you'd call it, went into basically a storage shed um, after the Soviet Union fell in 1991. Right. Uh, And they just haven't been making it. That's why it's short. So what the ammunition that we're sending to Ukraine is actually clearing out the storehouses of the old stuff that won't be used because it was made for a a tank war on the plains of Europe. And the next war we have is probably going to be uh, against Japan, which will be maritime and and aeronautical. So um, the money then goes to make new stuff that we need, uh, so that we don't look as weak as we do with Joe
0: Biden as president. You know, and I, I understand why people are concerned over the costs, but as you write in here, uh, we're not putting troops at risk. No, here. Exactly. exactly. It, it, this is, I mean, first off, this is Putin's doing. He's the one invading Ukraine. It's not like Ukraine just decided to have a war with Putin. <laughs> this is entirely Putin's idea. Um, and that we have a, a a treaty relationship with Ukraine that said that we would defend its territorial integrity in exchange for um, relinquishing the um, the nuclear arms that it retained after the fall of the Soviet Union which Ukraine did. They gave them up, uh, gave them back to Russia. And we have an obligation under that treaty to support their efforts to enforce their territorial integrity. And this is the least expensive way of doing it. I mean, just simply. I, we're I mean, It costs. It, them I mean it, yeah. It's we're
1: sending metal and weapons uh, and it's devastating. Uh, the Russian military, 90 percent of the pre-war Russian military has been annihilated or wounded and put out of service. That's why they have to recruit 300,000 new soldiers, and they don't train them um, in um, this year. Uh, And Putin is counting on the impatience of those people who say, well, we shouldn't be sending all this stuff to Ukraine. Well, if you don't send it to Ukraine, if we don't stop Putin now, guess what? He's going to keep on. Keep on keeping on. He might do Moldova, which is not a NATO ally, but he could very well do the Baltic states, which are NATO allies. So then we'll be involved live fire with American troops. So to me, it's a, uh, you know, it's sad that there's a war, but it's we're helping Ukraine defend themselves the same way. The same way, Ed, in 1787, that the uh, French helped us. Yes. Keep our independence. So they had they had um, their own self-interest in doing it, strategic interest. And so do we. So.
0: Yeah, you know, and Putin Putin reacted to that today by saying that he's going to start moving units up to the 800 mile Finnish border now because Finland joined NATO and uh, which I think has just recently become active. and. And saying, well, now we're going to have trouble with Finland and we're going to cause Finland, we're going to move units up there. And it's like, yeah, (laughs) you're going to have to move units up there, pal. (laughs) And good luck fighting the Finns. The Russians have a, (laughs) (laughs) Russians don't have a very good track record of fighting the Finns. um, But but at any rate, um, yeah, that's the point. They're going to have to get spread out a lot more. It's going to cost them a lot more to defend their own borders. Because of what they're doing in Ukraine, and again, Russia is violating that same treaty that I just talked about. Because yeah. Russia also guaranteed ukraine right. territorial integrity on the lines that uh, Ukraine was granted when it when it asserted its independence in 1991, um, yeah. and Russia traded that recognition and those borders to get its nuclear weapons back, so that Ukrainians couldn't use them against Russia. <laughs> they had a good right. reason to get those missiles back especially when these guys when these
1: guys like hitler and and uh uh, saddam when they start moving in on other countries um they don't stop unless until they are stopped you know putin uh, took over two provinces of georgia in 2008 we didn't do anything except mumble actually obama was on vacation then it took him a week to say something um and uh, 2014, he took over Crimea and large chunks of eastern Ukraine. And uh, all all we did was, those oh, sanctions. Well, see how well they worked. So if you don't stop him now, he's not going to stop. And it, I mean, it's just history. We don't study history anymore in schools, sadly. But that's what happens. And I'd rather let ukraine help ukraine fight its own battles then uh, be drawn into our own unnecessarily yeah,
0: absolutely yeah. absolutely, and, absolutely. That,
1: and that mutual defense clause of the nato treaty that if one party is attacked everybody is attacked that's only been used once yet since 1949 and that was afghanistan when everybody came to our rescue after 911 And everybody jumped in to help in Afghanistan. So uh, it's not like we could say, eh, not us. We're in it. Yeah. 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 And it's worked. It's worked since 1949. Anyway,
0: well. Well, I think we're, I think, I I think all we got to say now is uh, some Merry Christmases and the jokes. I have have one amazing
1: new joke that I have to share. All right. Go for it. Okay, so three women are—they're having a girls' night out. They get in a car crash, and sadly, they're all killed. So they get to heaven, and uh, Saint Peter says, "Well, you got—you you girls are welcome, uh, but uh, you need to understand we have one rule here: you can't step on any ducks." And the, the women go, "What?" I said, "Well, we have a lot of ducks, and you can't step on them." They go. <laughs> Okay, that's not a problem. So they get in, and right away, one woman's not looking. There's ducks everywhere. She steps on a duck. So the guards come up, and they handcuff her to the ugliest man you have ever seen. And that's it for stepping on a duck. So a few days go by, and the second woman, same thing. I comes up, handcuffs her to an ugly man because she stepped on a duck. Well, the third woman says, geez, I'm so she's very, very careful. And she goes for some months and then uh, uh, she's walking along one day and the guards come up with the most handsome man she has ever seen. I mean, he is so handsome he's movie star, handsome. And she goes, wow. And they say, well, we have to handcuff him to you. And she says, Okay, that's that's fine with me. And so they're walking along, and the woman says, uh, uh, why, why, why are you handcuffed to me? And the guy says, well, I don't know about you, but I stepped on a duck.
0: <laughs> don't step on a duck, folks. Don't, don't step, step on, on a, a duck, because you
1: might be uglier than you think. <laughs> don't step on a duck.
0: Yeah. All right, I got one for you. All this right. This will be a uh, this will be our our, our PG thirteen joke here. So elderly couples vacationing in the West, and the husband always wanted a, a pair of authentic cowboy boots. So he sees some on sale, and he just can't resist them. And he's so he wears them home, and he's walking proudly. He walks into the room, says to his wife, he says, "Notice anything different?" She looks a moment, she says, "Nope." The husband says, "Come on, take a good look. Do you notice anything different about me?" She looks again, she says, "No." So he gets ticked off. He stomps off to the uh, bathroom, completely undresses, walks out with nothing on except the boots and says, now do you notice anything different? She says, look, it it was hanging down yesterday. It's hanging down today and it'll be hanging down tomorrow. And the the husband gets really angry. He says, you know why it's (coughs) hanging down? Because it's looking at my new boots. And the wife says, well, you should have bought a hat.
1: <laughs> oh, that had two twists. You got me twice on that one, Edward. Oh, should have bought a hat.
0: Should have bought a hat. Should
1: have bought a hat. Should have
0: bought,
1: bought a hat. Okay. All
0: right, well, All right. Andrew, it's been a fun year. We're not going to get a chance to do this again until until the the the, the year turns over into twenty twenty four. I'll see you next year, Ed. Yeah, we will see you next year. We'll see our 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 loyal uh, our our loyal viewers next year. Uh, but merry Christmas to you, Merry Christmas to your entire family, and I same hope it's uh, I hope it's got all the blessings that you uh, expect and more from it. Thank you very much. The same to you,
1: and uh, I didn't even have to ask for the blessing. Thank you. <laughs> you notice it was a spontaneous <laughs> generalized spontaneous, blessing <laughs> and, and nothing Not to do with, had nothing to do with my relationships. It's a and you t- didn't even on. have like, and you don't have your collar on.
0: I don't even have the collar on. I'm traveling without my clerics. I don't know what <laughs> it Andrew Malcolm, right. the Prince of Twitter, the Regent of redstate.com, and the the uh, uh yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Thank you, Ed, for Merry this Christmas. year, and thank and
1: thank you for your amazing, enduring friendship. I treasure and that.
0: Right back at you. It's it's one of my best Christmas gifts ever. Is is our okay. friendship and our ability to do this. Thank you to our viewers. Uh, We will be back next year.